You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never ending assistance in Ramat B'Shem Shizro 5780, 2020. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Ekev. In the very beginning of our Parsha, we have the Pasuk, It means, if you shall listen. But we're going to see that there's a deeper understanding of it as well. Because the word Ekev, besides from meaning if, it can also mean the heel. So what is the idea of a heel in relationship to listening and, and performing the commandments of Hashem? So I'd like to read to you from the first Medrash in our Parsha. It speaks about something that seems unrelated, Halacha. The Halacha is, Adam If a person, let's say, it's a very interesting Halacha, a concept on Shabbos. Let's say you have a menorah. A menorah is a lamp. But actually, it's the the kind of lamp that we use on Hanukkah, which has branches, etc. And let's say it's made, made out of pieces. You have to assemble and put the pieces together in order for it to function properly. What's the halacha in regards to carrying such a menorah on Shabbos? Is one permitted to move it around? The, the, the Medrash tells us a halacha that if someone were to assemble, to take such a menorah, such a candelabra, and assemble it, take all the pieces, put the pieces together on Shabbos, so then they're chay v'chatas. They have transgressed the prohibition on Shabbos. Now the prohibitions on Shabbos, the isurim, the, the uh, malachas on Shabbos, don't have to do with work, even though the word malacha usually means work. But actually the word malacha here is malachas machshavis, and it means it has to be something which is a conscious, creative act. To assemble a menorah on Shabbos is prohibited. Why? Because one is bringing something to completion on Shabbos. Shabbos is a day when everything is already completed. You can't work on Shabbos. You can't create projects on Shabbos. You can't complete things on Shabbos. Why? Because the concept of Shabbos, as we'll see, the concept, the idea of Shabbos is that everything is already completed. And it parallels another Shabbos, another aspect of Shabbos. We know Shabbos is me'ein alam haba, the world to come. It is a, a semblance of the world to come. And when you get to the world to come, there's no more work. There's no more completion. There's no more actions. When we get to the times of Mashiach, there's some aspect of completion. But a deeper aspect of completion is in the year 6000. We're in the year now 5780. When we get to the year 6000, there's a full completion we enter into a new world. From the year 6,000 to 7,000 is the great Shabbos. It's the time of completion where you can't work anymore. And this leads us to a concept, which is, It's not here in the Medrash, but it's a famous idea, that we have six days to work, and the seventh day is Shabbos. We have six days, we have the time of creation, we have the time of reality for the first 6,000 years, that's the time to work, to accomplish, to be partners with God in creation, in, in bringing new spiritual realities into the world, new physical realities into the world, accomplishing for God. But when we get to Olam Haba, when we get to the world to come, so the, the work is over. Just like during the six days of the week we work, and the seventh day on Shabbos we stop working, we stop the conscious creative acts. So if one were to take a menorah, as we said, someone were to take a candelabra, put together the pieces, it's us, it's forbidden. Because one is completing something on Shabbos, and that is prohibited. Why is a person indeed obligated 
Why have they transgressed on Shabbos if one has done this? The problem here is that one is building. One is not allowed to build on Shabbos. One is not allowed to complete a, a, a building, a structure. That's the halacha. So now, we're going to get back to the idea of Ekev. What is the idea of the Ekev? It's that completion. It's the, the foot. The foot is the bottom of the body. And we'll see that there are different parts of the body which represent, interestingly, the same thing. But we'll see. Ekev is the, is the heel. The heel is the completion. It's the end of the body, the part of the body that interacts with the earth. The heel, the completion. We'll see what that means soon. But let's hold in our minds for a moment the fact that if you come to completion on Shabbos, Shabbos is a time of completion, but you have to have completed before Shabbos. You come to that completion. There's no completing anymore. On Shabbos, we don't complete anything. We don't uh, complete structures on Shabbos. Now, Yesi Rabbi Chanina in the Medrash tells us something different. When was there a complete observance of Shabbos? You know, the Jewish people as a whole so unfortunately, today, many people do not observe the Shabbos, many people do not keep Shabbos. But, there was one time in history when the entire Jewish people as a whole did keep Shabbos. And of course, Shabbos observance is getting stronger and stronger every year, every month, every day, as the Jewish people become closer to Hashem. But there was one time in history that the entire Jewish people did indeed keep Shabbos. This Medrash holds that the Mitzvah of Shabbos was given in a place called Alush. And the first time it was given, when Shabbos was given the first time, the entire Jewish people kept the laws of Shabbos properly. So there was a completion. There was a complete keeping of the Shabbos. And it's interesting, and perhaps I hope that we'll get back to this point by the end, but it's very interesting because the Medrash doesn't really explain why it's mentioning this point that there was one Shabbos, that, there's gonna, that there was a complete observance of Shabbos. And also, interestingly, the Medrash does not mention that there's going to be a second Shabbos. There's going to be another Shabbos when the entire Jewish people keep that Shabbos. As the Gemara in Shabbos says, I believe, that if the if Klal Yisrael, if the entire Jewish people would keep a second Shabbos, then indeed Mashiach would come, the Messiah would arrive. Now what is the idea behind that? Hopefully soon we'll see. But Savur says the Medrash, what is the thing with Shabbos? What is the idea of Shabbos? What is the concept of Shabbos? We keep Shabbos. There's so many restrictions. There's so many difficult things to do, it seems on the surface. You know, you can't turn on the lights. You can't rip toilet paper. You can't, uh, you can't work on Shabbos. You can't, you can't turn on your computer. You can't answer your phone. So many things on Shabbos that we can't do. So many prohibitions. Now maybe this is just something in Hashem wants us to suffer. Maybe that's what Shabbos is about. Says the Medrash, that's not true. Hashem says, I gave you the Shabbos because I wanted to do you a favor. I wanted you to have a day that you can literally sit and enjoy. You can relax, chill out, enjoy the fruits of your labors. How do we celebrate Shabbos? How do we fulfill the mitzvahs of Shabbos? How do we indeed do this? So it's a, he tells us, 
Yikimir Rabbis says, you sanctify Shabbos by, you would say, oh, by learning Torah, by uh, thinking spiritual thoughts, by meditating. No, says the, says the Medrash. You observe Shabbos, you make the Shabbos holy through eating, drinking, wearing clean clothes, and enjoying yourself. Enjoying yourself. Says Hashem, I want you to know, I'm going to give you a mitzvah to do something you want to do anyway. And I'm going to give you schar. I'm going to give you a reward for it when you come to the world to come. When you come up to Shemaim, to the Oilman Shemais, you're going to have a reward for that. Amazing, Minayin. How, how do we know that this is true? Pasuk in Isaiah, in Isaiah, chapter 58, Pasuk Yud Gimel, 13. You shall call Shabbos to be an Oineg, an enjoyment. When we enjoy the Shabbos, when we have good foods, good drinks, etc. So indeed, the Shabbos, we, we have a connection, we develop our connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's an amazing thing. So if you want to think about this just for a moment, just as I'm speaking, it, it occurs to me that if you want to know a little bit, a taste of what does Ayom Habba look like, what does it look like, the, the world to come, the times of Mashiach, so we think of it as a time where, where everyone is meditating, spiritual, learning the Torah, which of course it is. It's all about connection to HaKadosh but it also involves, just like on Shabbos, we eat and we drink, and we dedicate ourselves, we use the capacity, to, to the, the physical things, our physical needs, we direct them towards the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hashem wants us to enjoy these things, enjoy them because of Shabbos, for Shabbos, for the sake of Shabbos. So too, that's how it's going to be in the world to come. On some level. Amr Yisrael. So now hear this. This is very interesting. Klaiso says, When will we receive the reward that you're talking about? When will we receive the reward for the commandments that we're fulfilling? Hashem says, look, you're going to enjoy the fruits. The, the fruits, right? The produce. You're going to enjoy the offspring of your work now. That's going to be now. But the schar, the true reward for it is going to come at the end. When? There's, there's an idea of receiving reward. That's what the Pasuk is talking about at the beginning of our Parsha. That if we do that which Hashem commands us, if we fulfill the commandments of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so then we will receive the reward. When will we receive the reward? So there's an aspect, the fruits, we get them here. But as, as our Chazal say elsewhere, the principle is waiting for us. Right? We have the tree and we have the fruits. We have the tree, which is the essence of what we've done. We have the fruits, the results of it. Now, I want to read to you from the A.C. Yosef, and I want to also teach you an even deeper understanding than what the ACSF says, but it's so beautiful what he says that uh, we have to see it. He wants to explain what is the idea of the principle which we receive in the world to come, and what is the concept of the fruits. Who's that? The idea is as follows. The, the, the mitzvah itself, the action, and that which it's poil, that which it accomplishes, it's called the Karen, the principle. Because that's the main part of the mitzvah. About such a thing, so you can't really be rewarded for something so awesome and so spiritual. You can't have a reward for it in this world. 
But Kamaimer Hamishayer Marav Tufcha Shert Sefana Lerecha. Like we see that it says in Tehillim in Psalms chapter thirty-one, how great is the good that you have that you have hidden away for those who fear you. What is the concept of the Paris? What is the concept of the fruits that we receive in this world? There's things that are mahadir, there are things that beautify the mitzvah. There are things that are kishutim, they are the, the decorations of the mitzvah. There are other aspects of the mitzvah which we benefit from in this world. For example, there's a purification of the heart that comes when we try to do good things. We try to do the will of Hashem. There's a purification of the thoughts. There is a there, there are kavanas that we're doing this, the Shem in order to unify the upper worlds, the lower worlds, the different aspects of how Hashem interacts with us. There are all these kavanas. A person is quick to do the mitzvahs. A person is involved in the mitzvahs in a, in a, in a way of, of alacrity. So this changes a person. This, uh, the mitzvahs give a person a benefit, a secondary benefit, which he experiences in this world, which we refer to as a paris. These things, they affect a person. They advance a person. A person grows. A person develops in his in his personal growth as a result of fulfilling the commandments with Zrizus, with alacrity, with the right covenants, with the right intentions, they purify his heart, they make him a greater person. But those are secondary things. Those are the pears, those are the fruits. But the Karen, the principle of the mitzvah, what a person has actually accomplished through the mitzvah, through the fulfilling the, the word of God, that's not something that we per se see in this world, and it's not something that we want to see in this world, because this world is is finite. And we want infinite reward for an action which has infinite implications. Right? So that's that's the power of what this measure is saying. But I was thinking about it, you know, the Karen is Kayam Haba. The word Karen, we translate as the word principle. But that's not what the word Karen means. The word Karen means a horn. It means a horn. The Karne Reim Karnov, the horns of Joseph, he's going to He's going to gore through the nations. A Karen is a horn. What does it mean the Karen of the mitzvah? That Karen came haba. What does it mean that it's the, the the horns that remain for a person in the world to come? What does that mean? Furthermore, our Medrash doesn't use the word Karen, he uses the word Akev. You're gonna get it in the end. You're gonna get it in the end, just like an Akev is a heel. The, the heel is the farthest thing from the, the Karen. The feet are on the bottom of the body, the Karen is sticking up from the head. So how can we use the same word, a karen, which is a, a horn? How can we use that same word as an akev, which Armandus uses to to mean the same thing? It's, it doesn't. It, it needs a esber. It needs to be understood. It doesn't at first glance seem to make sense. But here's the amazing thing. It's such a cool idea. It's such an awesome concept. I and mean, this will also understand what it means that they kept that Shabbos that first time. And there's going to be a, a, another time that we're going to all keep the Shabbos. There's going to be a, a Karen. There's going to be something at the head. There's going to be something at the foot, at the Akev. We mentioned that the word Akev means a foot. And by the way, of course, Yaakov Avinu, Jacob, who was the, the first, he was the beginning. He was really the Karen. He was the horn. He was the beginning of Klal Yisrael. He was the head. He was on top of the head of Klal Yisrael. He was, from him came all of the generations, all the tribes. Yaakov is called an Akev. Right? That's his name, Yaakov. He was Oichez 
His hand was He was called Yaakov. Why? Because Yaakov remains in the end. Jacob talks about the gates. He talks about the end of days. But he's the beginning. And he's also connected to the end. What is the idea? What is the concept here? The Akev, the foot, as we mentioned earlier, is that part of the body which a person walks, a person walks with. It's the part of the body that hits the ground, with which we interact with the ground, so to speak. That we are spiritual. The human being, unlike all other animals, stands up straight, feet on the ground, connected to the ground, walking along. We work in this world with our head in the clouds, so to speak, with our, our head connected to spirituality, and our feet connected to the earth. Because it's about raising up our physical and rising to the spiritual. Now, the word karen, no, very interesting. A karen is a horn. It also means a corner. We have the karen hamizbeach. We had on the altar, we had these four corners where they stuck up. It didn't look like a shape of a horn. It was actually just a, like, more like a, a block of one uh, am, I believe. By one am, maybe one tefach. I forget right now. On each corner, there was a karen, which means a corner. Sticking up in the four corners of the Mizbech, of the altar. What's the idea of the Karen? The idea of the Karen is, this is awesome. This is amazing. It's also connected to the Shoefer. I'm not going to get so deeply into that right now. But the Karen is that which sticks up above the head. And we mentioned, not long ago, perhaps it was last week, we mentioned the concept of a Shoefer, of a Karen, the spirituality, the, the soul of a person, it rests inside of the brain. But it sticks up much higher it sticks up into the higher realms. The Karen represents the, the point of connection between the spiritual world and the physical world, between the soul and the body. That's what the Karen is, and that's what the Tefillin represents as well. That's why the they see our Tefillin, they see our horns. The Jews have horns, right? Like they said, the Jews have, where are your horns? Jews have horns. Moshe Rabbeinu had, had these carne, he had, they had horns, they weren't, they weren't horns, of course, they were, they were carne shemesh, they were like carne or, light rays. Why is the same word for a light ray also the same word as a, as a, uh, karen, a horn? The idea is because the horns stick up above the head. The, the Karnaim, it's the spiritual power. Yosef's spiritual power, he's able to destroy the nations, not because he's such a mighty person, not because he's such a strong army, not because he's such a, so, such a gibor. He's able to destroy them because of his spiritual power, because of the Karnaim, because of the horns of light that come out of him. And the nations of the world recognize that the Jewish people have that. Why? Because that's who we are. We are Yaakov. We have the heel. What's the heel? In this context, the heel is always something which is, which is uh, yachasi. It depends what we're talking about. It depends what the relationship is. We talk about the human being standing on the earth, so then the akev, his heel, is the, the bottom of his foot. But when we talk about the soul, what's the akev? What is the, uh, the soul, S-O-L-E, of the soul, S-O-U-L? That is the Karen. The Karen is a place which connects the spiritual. Right here is the, the, the heel of my soul is right here in my brain. Corresponding to the location of the tefillin. There's a beginning and an end. There's a top and there's a bottom. There's a completion. Shabbos is a completion. Shabbos surrounds our week. Right? We have a Shabbos, and then we have a week, and then we have Shabbos. We have a Karen. The, the Shabbos is that point in time where we are hooked into higher reality. Where our eating and our drinking and our sleeping, everything is spiritual. 
Everything is spiritual. We're hooked into that higher place. We're using the physical, and it's connected, it's conjoined. Into the physical, the spiritual, they're together. That's the Karen. That's the Akev, is the point of connection between the physical body and the 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 body i'm sorry the spirit, the physical body which is spiritual and the earth which is more physical it's the base hamikdash it's the point of connection it's the temple many many other points that we could talk about but that's that's what i believe is the idea here that's the concept that we're coming to say we talk about a halacha you can't put together the pieces right when we put together the pieces i don't have time to get into this as well but putting together all the pieces of the menorah the menorah is, is there are seven branches of a, men, a menorah, generally speaking, the menorah in the base Hamikdash. Putting together the, the pieces brings us to Shabbos. Putting together the six branches and the one in the center, the one in the center is the seventh, which is Shabbos. When we put those pieces together, when all, when all of our work comes together, that's when we complete the, the picture. That's when we have a complete picture. But that has to be done in the six days. When we get to the seventh day, it's already done. We said that before. That's, that was the idea that we said before. But the idea here is that you have this completion aspect. Yaakov Avinu is a complete parts of his complete person who contains all the twelve tribes, all the pieces. Twelve, 12 by the way, is really six times two, right? You have these six from Leah, six from the other Imais. You have the six and the six. Each of those six is completed by the seventh, which is Yaakov Avinu. Six, seventh, which is Yaakov Avinu. You have the 70 nations, which also has to do with the number 7, 7 times 10. Kal Yisrael is the upper aspect of that, the joining aspect. Again, not for now. But the idea here is that there's a completion at the beginning. There's an inspiration. There's a Shabbos which is complete. Kal Yisrael in the year 2448, 3,300 years ago, received the Torah. They have that completion, they have that moment of completion. They recognize what it's got to look like. Just like Yaakov Avinu was at the beginning, and Yaakov Avinu is at the end. We have the Karen, we have the completion, we have the Akev, the, the completion, which is the top, which is the spiritual aspect, which is at the beginning, and then we have the Akev at the bottom. You have at, the, at the beginning of, of time, at the beginning of Klal Yisrael, we have that first Shabbos. There's going to be another Shabbos, which we all complete. That's going to be the Akev, which is really the Karen. Yachasi. It's all relative. Yachasi, the, the, the second Shabbos that we're going to fulfill is going to have that aspect. It's going to have that completion which will be the doorway into the world to come. So I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us that we should be able to understand the power of Shabbos, the Shabbos that we get, a taste of the world to come every single week where the, the eating and the drinking and the involvement that we have in the physical are all able to be raised up to the spiritual. It's... The spiritual and the physical are connected, are, are completed on Shabbos. Hashem should help us to enjoy the Shabbos, to recognize the power of Shabbos. And Hashem should help us to be zeichet, to merit, to live in that time when indeed it's a yoyim shekulei Shabbos, the time when we indeed are all experiencing the world in its state of completion. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.